Uh, game two tonight, uh, the Yankees as the road team with Gray against Snell uh, against the Rays uh, at City Field. Now, if you want to go out there, it's first come, first serve. They open up the uh, bottom deck and the at uh, the bridge area out there where the concessions are and where the you know Shake Shack is and everything else, so you can walk around out there. And uh, that's enough probably to get through. There's a day game tomorrow. We'll be on after the day game tomorrow. So uh, that crowd will even be uh, smaller because obviously it's a day, day game in the middle of the week. And we welcome in the Rays owner, Stu Sternberg. And how about you waking up and having and having ownership of a team that bats last in Queens? That had to be like a dream come true, huh? How are you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a little freaky last night. The um, it was a lot going on, but uh, you know it, it it was odd because in the bottom of the seventh, we, we stood up for uh, you know they had the the answer, they had the um, you know God bless America mm-hmm. and the stretch for the bottom of the seventh, and all of a sudden I'm getting up. And it was just weird because the Yankee fans are getting up, and they, it was a little confusing because it was the bottom. You know, we were the home team, so it was uh, it was kind. Of, you know, people talking about it, but you know, obviously because it's September 11th and everything, it just carried the day. Well, first off, uh, did you did you and your team and the uh, Rays family and the building and everything survive everything in in Florida? Yeah, it. Uh, you know, if, if, I think if you if you if you went through this storm where we were uh, on Friday, let's say, right, um, or Saturdays, people were watching on you know wherever they were watching it. I think this was uh, you know if there were hundred events, this probably would have been number ninety nine as far as good is concerned. It really couldn't have been any uh, you know any better considering where we were you know twelve hours before. Right. So we came out of it well. Um, uh, you know, some damage to the building here or there, but you know nothing nothing will impact it whatsoever. Uh, and I guess the way I compare it from, you know, everything we've spoken to, all the people I've spoken to down there, and, you know, been in touch and close to everything, all our employees and whatnot, it's sort of like, uh, you know, we have one of the nor'easters up here, and you've got trees down all over the place, and you've got flooding all over the place, and, you know, people out of power and what. Right. It, that's the feel of it down there. But by the same token, the difference here is we all feel when that happens that, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, we've got to deal with this. We're down there. that It's a huge sigh of relief because of what could have been. Yeah, the flooding, the loss <laughs> of life, everything else that could have gone on. I mean, Jacksonville looked like it got hit very hard, uh, and obviously the Keys got hit very hard. So uh, it seemed like I, I saw the Tampa Bay headline in the paper was, we're lucky. So it's, uh, it looks like it came out fairly unscathed. These three games, uh, just for an inquisitive mind, it, uh, these three games – uh, from an economic standpoint, uh, devastating? Are they not that bad? I mean, how do these three games work out from a standpoint of your team? Uh, it's somewhere in between the two. <laughs> uh, they're not devastating, but uh, by the same token, they'll, they'll be costly. Uh, you know, the Yankees, when they come into, you know, the St. Pete, they draw. They are usually, you know, some of our largest gates of the year, and we'll miss out on them. And we, it's yet to be known how we're going to, you know, what's going to happen, how the gate, how it works here with the expenses and right. everything. Because after everything, net, 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 you know, 15,000 people coming into the games, which is a great, it was an, an amazing environment last night, I will say that, even though it was obviously all Yankee fans. Right. I've been to, you know, t- tons of games at Yankee Stadium. It seemed to be, you know, if, if there were five things that they could wear that said Yankees, they were, they were on last night. Um, but, it, you know, given everything that, you know, $25 ticket, it was still a good amount of money collected, but nothing, you have to cover the expenses of all the people, in, you know, at, sure. uh, at City. Yep. And, there, and I will say this, the Wilpons were just spectacular because we, we went through this a couple of weeks ago with the Rangers and Astros coming into our building. And it's a lot to ask people to come in when they're not expecting it to put on and open up a stadium for three days. Every from the clubhouse guys all the way to the ticket takers and security people and and the field people. And and it's not cheap by any stretch. So uh, they did it and and in classic New York fashion. I talked to a ton of people out there last night, 
and they're all, you know, just rolled right off their back. But uh, they, they were wonderful. Just all wonderful. right. We're talking with Stu Sternberg, the owner of the Rays. Uh, are you going home to play the, uh, the Red Sox? Yes, that's our expectation. I, I got off a call two minutes before I talked to you. Um, everything is sort of a go. Uh, they're having problems with all the traffic lights. There are no traffic lights down there. Um, so if they can get that up and going, it sh- we should be fine to go. They're going to be using our parking lot for, 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 um, uh, to get some of the you know, lights on in the whole area. The power people have come in from all over the country to work on this. Um, but, you know, it's a staging area. But, we'll, yeah, our expectations will play the Red Sox games. If we're able to get them off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or we have to do a doubleheader, or we'll work around it. But that's, that's our belief at this point. Uh, it's tough to do, you know, when you're still fighting for something. Uh, you know, in, in September, it's tough to have this happen. Not much you can do. I mean, Mother Nature just, you know, won't be uh, stopped. But it's, uh, it's not, it's not an uh, optimum situation for you guys. <laughs> You know, the, uh, we, what we did, we switched off last week when we left town. We went up to Boston to play, and we, we got a larger plane, and we had all the players, if they wanted to, to bring their immediate family. So they brought their wives, children, parents even, uh, so, you know, get out of harm's way. And they were, you know, grateful for that, and, you know, a, a lot of our employees you know, took, nice. it up, took it up as well. But I will tell you, you know, when they're up in, in Boston, as they should be, right, and they, they were tuned to the Weather Channel and CNN even last night when I was at, in, down in the clubhouse, you know, all the TVs were tuned to that. And normally you walk in and it's ESPN or, or the MLB network or, you know, your show at times, right? Yep. Depending where we are. Uh, and they're, it's all baseball. They're watching baseball games and there were no baseball games to be found this weekend. Uh, how do you feel about the wild card right now? Do you like the fact that it keeps this many teams in the mix in September? Is that op- Do you like that idea? I mean, from an owner standpoint, to have that many teams where you have right now one, two, three, four, five, six, let's say seven teams in at least within some hailing distance of having a shot at this point. I think I, I was a fan of it. I think it is. It's you know knowing what it took to get through and win a division as we had. You know, when you have the wild card, because when we when you have the wild card. It was not much different, you know, when there was one wild card to, to the division, and I thought that was really not planned perfectly, and that wasn't the case No, for that a was time. a problem. I, I, right. I remember a weekend when the Yankees and Red Sox could care less which one won what. I mean, so that was a problem, yes. Yeah, you, you get it, you know, in the NFL, you get in places where you want home field, but, right. you know, baseball, you, while you want the home field, it's, you know, it, it, sometimes you don't even know if it's an advantage, because yep. in a seven-game series, you don't even know, you know, a game, would you rather play the five, you know, three and, and two, you know, we have three at home, but... Uh, it, it, so, you know, that was clearly an issue for many years with teams at the end just was sort of mailing it in, you know, to use a phrase. I think by adding the second one, not only do you bring more teams into the mix, obviously, but you were able to, to have the wild card mean something, even with the Yankees, if they happen to be the first wild card, whoever is, you've got one game. I mean, really, you played 162 to run through this gauntlet, which, as we all know, the season is what it's all about, right? Absolutely. And you get to play one game. It's not, I mean, it's a prize, but it's not like... No, and it can be very tough, and let's be honest, we've been, had two in New York where both teams have faced hot pitches and got shut out in both games, so yeah, we, could, well, yeah. the, the New York is 0-2 in these wild card games. By the third, you know, you could see what, what the Houston pitcher had. Yeah, Keuchel, absolutely. It was just over. We went through it a few years ago. We had a, we had a game... We had to play game 162. This wasn't the year when Longoria hit the home run a separate year. Right. You know, I remember, because you know, fans might necessarily remember. We had to win a game at home against Toronto in order to tie to, to, get, to see who was going to be the second wild card. So we, we play, we beat Toronto on a Sunday, we fly up, we play Cleveland and beat them on a Monday just to have the right to go play Texas, I think it was Tuesday, possibly Wednesday, in the wild card game to then get into this to get into it, so we had three playout games, you know, one gamer, and we happened to win them all, and two of them were on the road. 
But I will tell you, that's the year the Red Sox won the uh, World Series. I think it was the 13. And by the time we got to the Red Sox, I mean, our guy, you couldn't peel him off the floor. Yep. You know, we'd run through the bullpen, the, you know, the starting pitchers. So it, I think it's great. It gives fans and certainly the players and, and you know, ownership a, you know, a chance to get into the postseason, which is wonderful. But the truth is, it's difficult. You know, teams have done it. The Giants ran it through, but it's it's hard as a second wild card, or even a first wild card, to make that uh, you know play through. We're talking with Stu Sterberg, the owner of the Rays. Does it feel weird sitting at uh, City Field watching your team play last night? It's got to feel weird, right? I I mean, forget forget nine eleven for a second, and and what that all means for everybody. But just the idea of being up there playing that kind of game in a meaningful setting in September had to be a weird feeling, right? Well, you it, it was spooky in a way for me at least. You know, I had I had to, you know a bunch of friends and family around me. Last I so that was good, uh, and I, I, it was weird for a number of reasons. But the word you use is that it was a meaningful game. If this was, you know, they're all meaningful. But if this was in June, right? right. You're there and you're playing a game. You sort of, you know, you're reveling in a little bit. The weather was perfect. It plus it's 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 September 11th, which you know yes. I, I was very involved in. You know that when that happened and. It was just an incredibly emotional thing for me and coming in and knowing what the Mets had done to open the place up and knowing what we all went through. But it was weird. Not only that, you know, when, when I walked through uh, to go into down to the clubhouses, you know, I've, I've been down there a couple of times. Right. We, we played in City in 09. We're playing there again next year. Uh, I walked in. I said, you know, I'm heading toward the visitor's clubhouse. And all of a sudden I realized, no, we're in the home clubhouse. And I see our manager sitting there with, you know, Terry Collins stuff and all the Mets stuff around. And it was just, you know, it, it was the whole thing was a little surreal. It really, I'm sure it was. And, and, and but handled well, I, I thought, you know, and, and decisively. So I, that's what you like is to see uh, them make decisions quickly. And they did a good job. I mean, would you rather that than the option of, now they used hotel rooms as the, uh, as the reason, but would you rather be on a neutral field somewhere like Baltimore or somewhere else uh, with the Yankees? Yankees there, or do you think that is a more equitable and a more reasonable situation, or would you prefer this? It was it was more equitable and reasonable to be in a, on a more neutral field, uh, and I knew I knew more than anybody, as much as anybody walking in, that it was going to be fully Yankee fans, sure. and we'd have you know the whole issue. But you know, when you talk about decisive, I'm a big believer in that. You know, you, if you have something, and you know, you, you try to make the decision and let everybody get comfortable with it, and you move along with it, as opposed to sort of you know letting the thing gnash out for a while. Uh, so we did make that decision early on. We were dealing with Houston and Texas. They were going back and forth sure. where the games were going to be played. And I think it affected, you know, when they got there, they were still a bit, you know, unsettled. Our guys knew when they left uh, St. Petersburg last Thursday uh, that they were going to be playing in New York on Monday. Right. And they had their families with them. And I do think that made a big difference, you know, to, the, to their, uh, you know, to their heads for our organization. I think to the Yankees as well. Look, at the end of the day, it's about... All the teams, and I know we, you know we're competing with them. And look, we could have come in and beat them three straight, right? Whatever, yep. but uh, maybe we'll get two out of three. Uh, you still want to do what's right for the game and not have teams flying all over the place, you know, you know, bearing expenses for no reason. Here you have something where fans can enjoy the game. You know, if we would end up in Baltimore, how many people are going to show up? Or Chicago, or Pittsburgh, right? So you've got fans to enjoy it, and and that's what it's all about, right? And you and the reason in Yankee Stadium it was obviously being used uh, in Yankee Stadium. Would you prefer being in this ballpark and being the home team, or would you prefer to be in Yankee? St- I would think you prefer to be there rather than be in Yankee Stadium. Oh yeah, the yeah, team, yeah. Right? yeah. We we talked about that. That was that was a real last resort. I, I don't you know we I don't like us going into Yankee Stadium because you, then you have field dimensions, right? Not yes. only the fans right. and the size of the place and the comforts of yep. the clubhouse. 
but the field dimensions played differently. It was funny. A couple of balls were hit last night. That would have been out there. That would have been out there. Look, Absolutely. one of ours, I think, also. I yes. Stuff hit one to Absolutely. Right field. It would, it yep. would have been the, uh, the cycle. But yep. a couple of balls they hit would have been out. And, you know, guys around, we all, that would have been out in Yankee Stadium. Absolutely. So, their, their team, you know, for, for as smartly is built for the ball. As it should be. As, yeah. Absolutely. As all, all teams should be. So that that's a big factor, too. We're talking with Stu Sternberg, the uh, owner of the Rays, as they get ready for year two, uh, for game two tonight. And and very, and I thought this was positive, too, and, and made sense and, and was fair, is to play a day game tomorrow. Not try and squeeze every buck out of another night game. Play a day game tomorrow and, and let you guys have the chance to travel and get yourself back together. Uh, I don't know if you're playing Thursday or off Thursday. I don't know what your schedule is. I know the Yanks are playing Thursday, but the bottom line is to play a day game tomorrow, which I, I, I would think you also consider the right move, right? Yeah, I, I, we are off Thursday, but I, you know, these decisions came down for us. I'm just a big believer. And, you know, you, when you look, I like to look back at decisions. You know, how do you feel about them a year or two later? And uh, it was clear to me it's one of those things that, yes, you can, as you point out, maybe squeeze a few extra bucks. Maybe, you know, people, the, the TV guys like it better at night, right. no question. But in everybody's interest, maybe more fans can even access the game. But by the same token, other people get to go to game day, game, sure. game, day games who don't really care for night games. And it, in, in the fullness of time, it, it's the right thing to do. I agree. That gives you a chance, and you aren't playing Thursday, but still you guys got to get home and sort things out, too. So that's another thing. And even to, you know, these guys, they think about it the other way, right? Let's say the game ends, you know, they get on a plane, they land down in, in St. Pete, best case, 3 o'clock in the morning. These guys are going back to homes that are, chances are 9 out of 10, they don't even have power in the place. A good point. Very good point. Uh, so, I mean, so tell me now before, now that we got to all those logistics, tell me <laughs> now what you think about your club right now down a stretch. Well, I wish I, I, wish I spoke to you in July. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you guys we, were we, playing great. As a matter, we of were, we were, we and we picked up uh, one spot was the bullpen. And yep. We picked up a few guys, and we picked up Duda, who's done great for us. He really has. Oh, he's wonderful. He's been wonderful, and I know he's got a lot of power. Oh, and he, and you know, he's got nice hands around first, and he, and he, you know, he watches the ball. But you know, he last night Robertson faced him, and he threw some nasty pitches yep. to him. You know, but that's going to happen to everybody, right? Yep. But I would have liked to see him do to do something to you know come back to City Field. But you know, so so we did all the pickups we felt were necessary. The thing that it was which is was different for our team this year than it has been in the recent past is that we were hitting the ball. You know, we had home a runs, a lot of we power. Were, yeah, yeah, we were scoring runs, yeah. and then we got all the pitching in order and we got everything squared away. Bringing Duda and the offense just went flat the month of August, as happens. You know, we we picked the the absolute wrong time. We saw the uh, look. The Dodgers have gone through now uh, you a, know, a and, strange streak, right? Yes. And then the the Indians, the other side. So. I, I, I was around the guys, and they, you know what happened? I think they were waiting, you know, oh, waiting to get hot. We're going to get hot. And I think when you start to look at it like that, as opposed to just take it game by game, um, you know, it sort of leaves you a little bit. But um, it, you, we sort of faltered at the wrong time, got back on it a little bit, and, and we just, uh, I think we've righted ourselves. But we're, now with the storm on top of it, the team got flat again uh, last week. You know, I'll bring this up to you because it's uh, timely, and you're one of the forward thinkers in, as an owner in sports. We're talking about Stu Sternberg of the, of the Rays. Um, with the NL, and again, this uh, with the NFL, and week one is not a fair indicator with these storms of, of ratings, but especially with the one in Florida, which wiped out the third most popular state in the country. Uh, but there's this thoughts that maybe the sports have now started to plateau. Also, the move from regular television to more the digital and the bringing in the other players like an Amazon and Apple and Google and this and that. Uh, is there a chance that, as has been mentioned in a couple editorials, is there a chance rights fees for sports have plateaued? Well, two two things to add on that. Also, I was on a call today we had with our you know our, our MLB.com business, 
And uh, you know, we're all, we have games on Facebook. We have yep. we have Twitter. Right? We've so, done a brilliant job with Bat too. You did a yeah, it was job. it was wonderful. Yeah, yes. and it's a great app. I mean, you go on the app; it's it's everything. Yep. And, and the things now they're talking about with the new Apple that's coming out that you're going to be able to do in a ballpark next year. You yep. can, it's just going to flip flip everybody out. So you know it, that in that way, it's great stuff. I think as far as you say plateau. You know what keeps what I keep hearing is that people you know they say that um, you know sports are immune or what I don't think anything's immune in this. You were seeing it in the, at the movie theaters. You're seeing it whether it's the NFL. It's just people have got a lot more choices. I think right? that's it too. Especially the younger generation ha- brought up on a lot more choices. Yeah, and we we came into it. You know, we had three networks, and you had five, eleven, nine. You know. Yep. If, and if Mighty Joe Young was on Channel 9, you watched it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right? So, right. you know, if, if, if you were able to, could you imagine, imagine what we went through, you know, I'm sure you did, you know, went through the baseball encyclopedia, and you went through the football, you know, and sports, sporting news came. I mean, if we had this to devour, I, I don't even know what my mind would be at this point, right? Well, think, probably... about, think about the, the t- my 10-year-old says, oh, you, know, uh, you know what, I'm watching uh, Grey's Anatomy, or maybe tonight I'll watch 90210. I said, you know 90210? Well, all these highlights, all these shows are on here. They have every show that's ever been developed right in front of them at, at a moment's notice. They right. don't just watch what's on. They can watch anything that, ever de- that was ever done. Yeah. Yeah, and and they expect to be able to watch everything that was ever done. It's amazing. So it's an you know, and you wonder if they're going to be have the app, the voracious appetite for sports that we've all had. You know, I you know personally, I don't think so. I don't think I I really don't think so. But I but what I do think is that sports will remain and will be even more important as something that binds communities and and areas together because everything else is getting so uh, disparate. You know, all over the place, sports is live. It's something where, you know, the New York Yankees or the, you right. know, the New York, whatever, and you've got, you know, you can rally around it, and it's still something that everybody can speak to and speak also, about. Also, live unscripted content is hard to find, and, and that's what sports is. And I think what you're going to find with the live content, at least where I'm thinking of, you know, we're, we're trying to have things, is doing more things live within the game to keep people abreast and keeping them interested, right? Because in, everybody... In, yeah, as far as the ballpark experience. Yeah, like, you're a live show, right? Yes. It, you could do the same show, tape it, right, and, and, and run it tomorrow, and, and it, nobody would know the difference, but it just wouldn't be the same. No, I, I totally agree. Plus, do you also, and listen, you have a very hard uh, road to hoe when it comes to stadium issues and, and just the idea of what you've, it's amazing what you've done with that franchise. It really is, considering. Well, thank uh, you. It really is. I mean, uh, and as competitive as you've kept this team. Uh, do you also agree, as a couple owners in different sports have said to me, the most important challenge we will face is having people to get them to want to come out of their house with what they have in terms of technology and entertainment at home to get them to come try the ballpark experience? The, look, the movies are seeing it, and I think they're the most at risk because, you know, that's a, it's the same experience almost at, at, at home, at home you yes. know, giant screen. The difference with the ballpark, what I believe will happen over time, and I don't think it's going to happen in the near future, but further down the road, is that live events, whether it's Broadway, a concert, a sporting event, you know, something that's there to be touched, to be around other people, but to see something happening live in front of you and not on a screen in front of you, will take on a very premium aspect going forward. But that's not going to be five years. That's that's. 
10 years from now. Well, listen, I know it's a tough couple of days, but, you know, again, you know, you're a guy who grew up around here. Having a home team in Queens has still got to be a nice it's, it's probably something you dreamt about a few times in your life, you know, it, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it was pretty, you know, the only thing, the only thing I would have been, I would have put the icing on the cake was if I was walking into Shea, into Shea Stadium. I agree. Listen, thanks. I appreciate you coming on. Thanks for Michael, much. best to you, and uh, look, look forward as you're winding down here, and best to everybody. Thank you very much. Take good, care. Thank you. Good to talk to you. Stu Sternberg, the owner of the Rays, very bright guy, and the guy whose team is in here. They're at uh, City Field tonight as the home team. Then tomorrow afternoon, we will be on right after the Yankee game, which begins at one ten tomorrow. Remember, 25 bucks today, 25 bucks tomorrow. First come, first serve. So I guess if you get online early, and I don't know if you can buy these in advance. Can you buy them in advance, Mons, or do you got to buy them day of game? I don't know if you can. Can you go to uh, some ticket outfit? Can you go to the website and buy them in advance tomorrow's tickets? I don't know if you can do that. If yeah, you, could, you can buy in advance. Oh, you can buy in advance. So then I guess you can lock in a better seat if you want because you got to have seats. Any event. Remember there was a concert years ago in Cincinnati where Cherney probably remembers what band it was. I don't remember what band it was. Who they had a first come first serve for the concert and some kids got trampled and, and, and they got killed. Um, I don't remember. It was in Cincinnati. I don't remember who the band was. I have no idea. You guys can, can go find out. But they made it after that they were, that you have to have, when you have a crowd, you must have tickets, assigned seats. You cannot have everybody rush in and go to any seat they want and fight over the seats. Because there was a concert once, and I don't, I, I know it was in Cincinnati. I just don't remember what the concert was. It was the Who in 1979. Okay, that was it. Okay, and and, Mark remembered. Right. Oh, really, Mark? I would be Mark would remember that. He's good with that. He's very good in rock and roll trivia. So that concert changed the law where you cannot have, oh, I get in the stadium, I can rush to a seat. No, because everybody would rush to the same seats, and they have chaos. So you have to buy a signed seat even when it's one price fits all. So that's what you have here tonight. And tomorrow uh, is first come, first serve at City Field this evening. And tomorrow, $25. You can buy them in advance. Night game tonight, day game tomorrow. Uh, Garcia, Archer tomorrow, Gray, and Snell this evening. Back after this.